Ah. Ooh. Ooh. Hi, Carlene. Hi. Alma. Wow, we sound really crisp. I think we do. That's amazing. I know. I wasn't sure. Maybe I should get a little closer. Should we just take our chances? Let's, let's just do it. Let's just do right. it. Well, as I told you, I pre-gamed before I came here. What were you drinking? Whiskey and Coke. Because mm. I didn't have... Well, I didn't know I had this. Right now we're drinking whiskey and Sprite. 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 And then after that, we're going to have a wine called The Crusher. Oh, Crusher. The Crusher. It's been a minute. Yes. Okay. Well, it sounds like you have something to share. I do. Yes. Alma, how's your ass? My ass is broken. I fucking broke my ass. I feel so bad. <laughs> I feel so bad for you. But was it worth it? It was worth it. It was worth it. Um, we went up to like northern Arizona. It's like between Utah and northern Arizona. And it's called The Wave. Yeah, the pictures are beautiful. I can imagine. I can't imagine what it looks like in person. It is beautiful, but it's not... Like surreal beautiful? Yeah. Or? Honestly, like I, I had pictured that we were going up to Antelope Canyon in the mm-hmm. beginning. And then I started looking it up. So it's it's not as big as you think it is. Oh, it looks huge. I mean, it's huge. It yeah. is huge. The area that, you know, it's... It's a 10-mile hike in and out. Do you have a guide? That no. Takes you, you go you, on your own? Yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought they have a guide and you go as a group with a bunch no. of people. No. Oh, you huh. kind of just wander through the desert. And if you know your way around the desert and how to find, like, all the different markers and stuff. Figure which it out. We had Albert and them. They were, mm. okay, we go this way. Okay, we go that way. <laughs> all right. So how far, how long did it take you to get there? It was about five, five miles hours. in. Five miles? Yeah. Uh, How no, many it wasn't hours? Five, it was like, honestly. It felt like eternity. It did feel like eternity, <laughs> especially because I'm out of shape. Is it a lot of uphill, downhill, level? What is it? Well, and there was a lot of snow, too. Oh. And there was ice. Oh. Yeah. There is a lot of uphill, and there was some uphill that had to do with some ice. Mm. And then coming down that on the way back was a little tricky, so yeah. I had to sit down and slide down. Um, the train is like, you go from walking over like that sandstone rock, yeah, and or else you're just going through scrub bush, or you're going through like sand. So it was like it it. It was a. It was a very variable different kinds of yeah. terrain. Yeah, and once you get up there, it was like pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But it was later in the day, and it was already starting to get pretty cold, and there was still more to see. But we uh, we'd already taken so long to get there so that wait, we were like, did you camp out there? No, we walked back. Oh, did it get dark? No, oh, it didn't. Okay. It was still daylight by the time we got back out of the car, but. The last thing we wanted to do was get caught because there was still a drive out of there. Oh. Yeah. But it was worth it. It definitely was. Just from the pictures. I'm not as good at taking pictures as, I don't know oh. if you have a vet on your, uh-uh. I'll have to show you some of her pictures. They're, her and her husband, Sergio, they're like awesome at taking pictures. Were there other people though? Okay. Was so it was crowded? No, because I think. Because it's a lottery, was, right? It's a lot. Yeah, it is a lottery. And I think it's like 20 people. Hmm. Okay. Different it, times I, a day? Yeah. Yeah. It was it was fun. We had oh. a lot of fun. Yeah. I was just extremely out of shape. And... I, I told you I wouldn't be able to walk. 
There was one point where we're walking and everybody had kind of got ahead of us. And Albert, I love my husband. He could have been like 10 miles ahead of me, but he was stayed back to walk with me because I was the slowest person there. Aww, that's and a good we're walking and all of a sudden this guy comes out of nowhere oh. and he's like, hey, are you going to the wave? He like pops out of, they took a different route, I guess. Mm. So I turn around to answer him and we're all like yeah and then when I turned back around I set my foot like I was on uneven ground so that's when I fell oh and I kind of hit my oh it's making me tailbone thinking about it oh my god on the corner of a rock but I didn't break it so that's a good thing I think I just got a bruise a bum bruise and here we are five days later and I'm still still hurting and today I was like, I was a little bit more limber and I'm walking around. So I was a little bit overconfident, got down on the ground to play with the baby. And I kind of just like plopped my ass on the ground. Oh God. And then I like felt that shooting pain all the way up my spine. <laughs> and I like rolled over and the baby just started laughing. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> you brought joy to the baby, pain to your ass. He's looking at me like, what is going on with Aww. you, grandma? Well, it was a once-in-a-lifetime thing. It was. It was fun. So, and you brought some bruises for the memories. <laughs> hey, it wouldn't be an adventure if you didn't have a story. Right. Yeah, I have a story. I broke my ass. I was talking to Carlene. Actually, we were texting back and forth, and we are trying to figure out what we wanted to do for our show, whatever. I really thought we had a winner. I was so excited for this one. I really <laughs> was. And now I'm just pissed. So it's no secret that both of us like Outlander, and if this is your first time listening... We love Outlander. Outlander, the show. And you should watch it. And there's books, there's a whole... There's I think there's like nine books out there. Which I need to go check them out or something, buy some. They're up there, above your head. Yeah, but I don't want to take your book. I'd let you borrow them. You know where I live, (laughs) and where I am every other week. (laughs) I've read the books, and I love the show. And usually every year we do something for Outlander. I usually make oh. like, what do you call it? Corn Cockaleaky oh. soup. Cockaleaky. Cockaleaky soup. Stew. Mm. It's really good. Don't know what it is, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, these beef pies are so good. Mm. Yes, meat pies. Mm. They are so good. Anyways, so Outlander's about to start again, the new season. So We're going to catch you up. I'm super behind. I think we should spend a whole day next week. Mm. And we're going to binge. Outlander. Yeah, but how? Come over here or I'll go over there. How are we going to watch it, though? I have stars. Oh, you mean you could watch the previous ones? Yeah, so we oh. can catch you up. Binge. Yeah. <gasps> before the new season. Oh, damn. You're all how? Yeah, because I'm. We're like, gonna watch I ahead. Have to wait a few months to binge. What? I already saw one through three, and I had to wait a very long time for it. Did you? And then I like watched it all in like two days. Two days. <laughs> I would do that too. I tried to space it out. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna savor it. And then I only savored, like, the last episode. All right. For the non-Outlander fans out there, you're just going to have to bear with us on this episode because we are doing some um, stuff that comes straight out of Scotland. Scotland. That's our theme today. Yeah. We're drinking whiskey. We are. A lot of it. It's not scotch. Sorry. No. We we were going to, but all I had was a giant bottle of whiskey. That we're going to finish at some point. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even look like we've had much of it. Mm-mm. 
So our, this is literally our first episode of 2020. Oh my gosh, it is. 2020. We have 2020 vision. Here, puppy. I don't know what that is. It's like a booger. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Did you try to hand it to me? Yeah. <laughs> I just put it right there. What the hell is that? I don't know. It's all on class. It's food. Are you hungry? No, not now. I'm still praying that my daughter's going to come home and magically make dinner. Otherwise, I'm going to well, be making myself taste. a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But can we talk about that huge <laughs> wine bottle, wine glass that you just brought me? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Carlene walks in the door and she has this huge <laughs> wine glass. Like, I mean, yeah. it's like it's gigantic. How, how many feet tall do you think that is? I'd say that's about three feet tall. At least. At least. Yeah. It's huge. It's humongous. I love I, it. I was going to get our decal of our logo on it and right. give it to you, but I didn't want to wait. So we will do that. And then we'll have a Tipsy Tales gigantic wine glass. And then we could have gigantic straws. Oh my gosh. And both be sipping out of it. When we We'd have to set it on the floor. Yeah, but when we eventually start going places, mm-hmm. it could be our like our thing. We'll, we'll set it in between us and yeah. have giant straws and just... <sighs> Okay. They sell sell giant wine glasses. You know they sell giant. Hell yeah. They have to. Hell yeah. Anyways, you have a trip that's coming up. My daughter's turning 21. (gasps) And we're going on a party cruise. I forget that she's also, because Serena's going to be 21 at the end of this month. I forget they're both February or January babies. Yeah. Aquarius is right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. A lot of similarities. Free turds. Mm-hmm. Free little turds. Yes. But this is very true. <laughs> it is going to be a, a good time. So, my mom, my sister, my aunt, my uncle, my aunt's brother, and his wife are going. Right. And then Allie, Allie's couple of her friends, and then both my boys. So it'll probably be like the last trip that me and all my kids get to take together. We haven't been able to take a vacation together in years. Right. Like years. Like, you know how a lot of families take one every year? Right. No, we were never able to do that. So this will be fun. That we all three get to go on a trip together. That's awesome. And we, and then I have my new daughter-in-law and Aiden. Will have Are they a couple going of with his you? friends? Yeah. Oh, my mom have fun. got them tickets for their wedding gift. So they're going. Aww. And then Aiden and a couple of his friends are going. So it's going to be, I mean, there's like, and then my niece is going and her friend, there's like a lot of us going. So do you guys get like cabins and all, all in the same area, like well, a block of them? I or? thought that my mom did all the planning of that. And I thought that we were all going to be in the same vicinity, but evidently we're not. I just found out. No. I was having lunch with my sister and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, we're on this deck. You guys are on that deck. The kids are on... No, I wanted all of us to be together because it's, it's fun to be able to wake each other up or, you know, when somebody gets lost or whatever, we can go find them. Right. Because everybody meet same... back in the same area. Mm-hmm. Are you? Uh, not even in the same neck of woods. No? Mm-mm. Oh. No. That sucks. Yeah. You're going to need walkie talkies. <gasps> That's what I wanted to get. Oh, I need to put that on my list, see if I can find some. Because you your cell phones don't work. 
So, oh, and that's another thing. I got to post and let everybody know, like, I'm not ignoring you. Right. Cell phone doesn't work. So just so you all know. Where, what's the cruise? What's the area you guys are it, cruising it's, through? It's just, um, we leave out of Long Beach, go to Catalina, Ensenada, Day at Sea, and come back. Oh, how nice. Yeah, but it is a complete party cruise. So you know I like looking at the stats. Yes. So we have listeners in the UK. Oh, yes. Welcome. Canada. Hello. We're drinking uh, Canadian whiskey. Is that Canadian whiskey? Mm. Blue Velvet. It's actually pretty good. (laughs) Australia. Did I say that? That is on my bucket list. I want to go to Australia. And we are so sorry about all the fires. Australia is having oh, indoor right now. It's so awful. So, by the way, if anybody wants to donate to anything, donate to Australia right now. Help all those little animals and firefighters and people. And families that are displaced. Right. Um, Italy. Ooh. We have listeners in Italy. Italy. My dad says, Italy. Italy. Not Italy. He says Italy. He calls it something different. I don't know. He says it differently. Italy. Sweden. Ooh. Oh, my uh, my niece lives in Sweden. Really? Mm-hmm. Ireland. We actually have people that are listening in Ireland. Ooh, we hope we don't offend you. <laughs> Indonesia. <laughs> we do try to do accents, people. Yeah, okay. So just a warning. <laughs> since this is Scottish themed, we might <laughs> we, listen. throw a little bit of... I I had these two clients. One was from I think Norway. The other one is from Scotland. Right. And what's the first thing I do? I whip out an accent. My daughter-in-law has a cousin who is from London, and every time it never fails. Every time I'm around him, I have to pull out what I feel like is my most amazing British accent. Right. <laughs> And then I say, I'm so sorry. I hope I didn't offend you. And he is the sweetest man. He'll say, actually, that was pretty good. And I'm like, don't, don't humor this because I will keep doing it. <laughs> oh, my God. So anyway, we'll just apologize in advance. Yes, to everybody. we are because mm-hmm. we are drinking and oh, Carlene, sometimes we get a little silly. Carlene definitely pre-gamed mm-hmm. and uh, we're definitely living up to the title of our show, Tipsy. Anyways, I read those just because oh. I wanted to give a shout out to everybody that's listening to us that's, that's not in the United States. I am so, you know what? We're very thankful for you. We are super thankful. Spread the word. Spread the word. If you like what you're if hearing. You're digging us. Hey, but wait, I have to, okay. So remember how we talked about this on the sidebar? Sidebar, sidebar, or the, just side, the sidebar? No, sidebar, sidebar. Okay. When our last episode, I'm just going to go ahead and do this on on air. Okay. People, I must humble myself. <laughs> what? I don't I even know what you're talking about right now. I can't be serious. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, we could relive it if you want. Okay. I don't even it's, know where we're going. It's Ghost Adventures. Oh. No. It's Ghost, ghost hunters. hunters. No, it's Ghost Adventures. You're so I, funny. I listen to that and I'm like... Oh my God, I am so arrogant. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even let you. I, I wasn't rude. I was just like, 
No, it's Ghost Adventures. Because me and Aiden, or because Aiden said, I don't even watch these fucking shows. You do. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I, but I wasn't letting you have it. When usually I'll be like, oh, you're probably right. But no, not this time. I'm right. Well, I don't know what had gotten into me. Whiskey. Oh, it was whiskey. It was whiskey night. Maybe whiskey makes me cocky. Cocky? Cocky. A little bit. Okay. A no, little see? bit cocky. Here we go. Here we go. Sorry. <laughs> we apologize right now. All right. So let me just let me just say that I think it's very important for people to see when people can be humble. Mm-hmm. And that the ego in our physical lives is extremely huge. <laughs> and, and I think that when you can put your ego aside and recognize when you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> you were not a fucking asshole. <laughs> I was pretty arrogant, though. And I didn't even mean to be. I, I don't know. Because usually I would be like, Oh, hold on. Let me see exactly what it was. I wasn't doing that that night. It had to be the whiskey. I'm going to blame the whiskey. Let's blame the whiskey. I'm blame the whiskey. It was the whiskey. I just am drooling a little bit right now. Anyway. All right. So I just want to say that Alma and I had a discussion, and I did already say I was sorry for being an arrogant asshole, but I just want everybody else to know that, yes, I recognized what a douchebag I was being. Oh, my God. (laughs) She is hilarious. But anyway, (laughs) I just think that it's good to admit when you see a fault. I like people to tell me. It doesn't always feel good when you do something, you know, like if people tell you your faults, but it's a good way to see how people view you and to possibly change right for the better it's definitely humbling Mm -hmm. listening to yourself very on a podcast Uh over and over sometimes sometimes i'm like okay why did i say that that? or like sometimes you'll be talking Uh and you'll be making a point Uh and i can hear myself interrupt you and that drives me crazy. And when I hear it play back, I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't even let her finish what she was saying. Mm. So, I didn't even yeah. notice. Yeah, it's I, definitely humbling queen. when you're listening to it backwards. Do you see me? <laughs> I'm the queen of interrupting, so I don't notice when you do it to me. All right. All right. Well, cheers to our Outlander episode. This kinda. is our Outlander episode. <laughs> Let's you guys, whoever's not an Outlander fan, just humor us, okay? Well, we're not talking about Outlander, the show. We're talking about okay. things in Scotland. I want to see a show hands of everybody out in the audience <laughs> that is an Outlander fan. Okay, I see you. I see you. I see you. Thank you. Excuse me. What's Outlander? Well, Outlander uh, is about an English nurse who gets sent back in time. She starts out in, in 1945. Machine? In a time machine? In a time machine? No, 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 no. Like in one of those no, big no, things? No, no, no. Oh. It's a rock doohickey. <laughs> she touches a rock and it instantly transports her back in the time. The rock is a time machine? Basically. <laughs> Wait, so no. Sorry. Stick with me, folks, because she goes <laughs> back in time and she meets a Scottish Highlander named Jamie, wait, who is a wait. honk. But wait, are there times, is it just me? Or are there times where you're like, he is so good looking, but then there's a couple times when you know him where he's not so good looking? Okay. Do you notice that? Sometimes 
Huh. When they show his forehead. Yes. It's the forehead. Like, they do his hair weird, and then it's like, you're not that good looking. Right. Okay, so, like, Jax on Sons of... A- Jax, was that his name? Yeah. On Sons of Ar- Anarchy? Always a babe. It doesn't matter what... He could be... I don't care what he's doing. <laughs> he's always you're all, good looking. He could be drenched in mud, and he's <laughs> still matter. a babe. They could grease his hair any which way, but he's still good. Shave and his hair speaking off, Speaking of greasy... It's it's greasy a lot. Oh oh, Jacks. Oh yeah, but come on, I don't care. <laughs> oh, I think I can have an O just thinking about him right now. Okay, oh, well, yeah. okay, things, okay. You know, we're on. in close quarters here, so we're gonna change the subject really quick. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but that, but do you see? Yeah. And then they show this guy, and he's you're just like, wow, he's so good looking. He's you know they make him all romantic and sweet, and they show his butt a lot. But then, you do that weird shit with his hair. They're always doing something weird with his hair. And then I'm like, why'd they do? They just took his sexy away. Right. I think it's just because they're so self-conscious that sometimes the fans are a little critical. Mm. When they do the bangs, the Mm -hmm. ba-bangs. I'm just not a fan of the bangs. You know, they should listen to us. Yeah. Listen to our show. They do a hell of a lot better. I, th- I think we should just do a sidebar. <laughs> sidebar. That we just play on Patreon. That's just yes. us recapping every episode. Oh my gosh. While drinking whiskey. Hilarious. Hilarious. I think there's actually a show there? out there already on YouTube, but you know. I also think we still need to do our um, YouTube watching people, ghosts, whatever they're doing. We have and so many commentary. Puns. We do. We're just right. so like... We're amazing in our head. In our head. <laughs> uh, all all right. right, guys. All right. It's time for Alma's story. It's time. Let's see how many. There's like Girl. 10 pages. Oh, Jesus. So I told you it was long. And so but, we're, but. we are going to try and start shortening our episodes yes. so that you guys don't get tired of, because we get a little long winded sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Or if we go over a certain time, we're going to start breaking them up. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. balls. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, but yes, we want to keep it around an hour so you don't tune us out. Yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. And, um, you know. But, you know, bear with us. We're wasted. <laughs> Carlene's wasted because she was pre-gaming I before pre-game. I was pre-gaming. Pre-game. All right. We could we totally go. double fist. We could have wine in this one. You know what? Let me just, you know. Okay. Fine. Okay. All right. Slow down. Slow go. down. Go. Go. All right. Go. <laughs> she wants a double fist. <laughs> Gonna, she's gonna turn around. I'll be gnawing on the cork. Oh, How do you get this thing off? Okay. All right. Have you ever heard of Birkin hair? I'm sorry. Birkin hair. Say it with an accent. Birkin hair. <laughs> <laughs> I like Scottish people because they roll their R's too. I Birk. love. Birk. I love rolling my R's. Okay. Um, no. Enlighten me. I'm going to tell you. Do it. In the early 19th century, Edinburgh was basically one of the leading centers of anatomical study. No, stop it. (coughs) I... (laughs) Sorry. I almost... I I was looking for hauntings Mm. in Edinburgh. I love it. Okay, let me just tell you that Edinburgh and Edinburgh... (laughs) 
It's Edinburgh. <laughs> Edinburgh. But listen Edinburgh. To, hey, hey, Scottish people. Sorry. Let us know how you we say We apologize. It. Well, I listened to enough. I was listening to them, and they, and I'm like, do they say the burr g? No. They don't. It's Edinburgh. 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 Is it? Is it? Edinburgh. 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 Unless you're like a Highlander and you're like, all right, okay. So anyway, but yes, I was gonna. Our stories. Okay, well, we will explain. And crunchy. Hopefully, did you hear that in your ear right now? Sorry, guys. Quite loud. I just got some ice, and I. I don't think I need to explain that to you. And my. Hey, I cut most of those out. I do my best to cut all of our heavy breathing out. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Okay. So, like I was talking about the 19th century, that basically Edinburgh. <gasps> Wait. Did you watch that- a clip of that? Um, <laughs> Trunk mysteries. Trunk? Drunk mysteries. No, it's it's like drunk history, but it's drunk mystery that I sent you. That's that was literally drunk history. No, there's drunk. Yes, it's drunk history, but it's drunk mysteries. The the one that I sent you. Oh. That was about. Oh, <laughs> oh God. It's the same show, but it's mysteries oh, instead okay. of history. Yeah, I listened to it, and she was hilarious. That she cracked me up. Yeah. She was standing on her couch. Oh. He's like. Um, you're literally making me nervous. Yeah. You're... <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that's pretty funny. It was funny. Because I always tell people, we're kind of like drunk history, but a um, podcast and we're talking about paranormal and... True crime. True crime. True crime. Yeah. And we have dogs barking in the background. Yeah. Sorry. All right. We anyway, always I'm have sorry. dogs barking darks. in the Dogs. 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 The dogs are barking to... in the background. Dogs. The dogs. All right. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no, you're not. I had to say because no, I'm not. Because I'm very tipsy tales right. today. Okay, go ahead. I'm focused. This is not going to be the episode. That's going to be a short episode. Yes, it just will. Just FYI. All yes, right. So we're talking about early 19th century, which is like the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're talking about Edinburgh being the. I want to ask a question so bad, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So basically, they're the one of the set leading centers of anatomical study. This led to the demand for cadavers. Ooh. Cadavers. And since Scottish law at the time required that corpses used for medical research should only come from those who had died in prison, you know, hangings. Right. Um, I'm watching my thought just run away. Becoming hey, more elusive. Drink some of your whiskey. Okay, hold that on. helps. All right. Anybody die that from hangings or whatever? Uh-huh. Shankings, hangings, natural deaths. Right. But also Did suicide victims. Did that yeah. hurt? It hurt. It hurt. <laughs> suicide victims or from foundlings or orphans. What? Yeah. Wait. These are the only... Orphans? That the they qualifications hope? for people that could be used for an anatomical... <laughs> Research were people that were in prison. I'm gonna just start. I'm gonna take a picture of you. Yeah, it's Carlene. 
All did right. it look like I was really drinking it? It did. Yeah. Except for that the wrapper was still on this part right here. Don't tell people. <laughs> So the Murder Act of 1752 allowed judges to substitute the public display of executed criminals with di- criminals. Criminals. <laughs> I'm trying to be serious. This is my serious face. Okay. You better get those criminals. I'm gonna okay. get those damn criminals. <sighs> All right. Substitute the public display of executed criminals with dissection, which was a fate generally viewed with horror. Do I need to read that again? I mean, I'm I'm clearly not processing this story. <laughs> it's okay. I'm gonna read it again. Wait, no, wait. I think. Tell me. The Murder Act sure of 1752 allowed are... judges to substitute the public display of executed criminals. Crim- crim- <laughs> With dissection, which is a fate generally viewed with horror, but supply could not meet the demand. Okay. So it was it was a law that meant to deter crime. Okay. I'm obviously drunk. Yeah, okay. 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 All right. Naturally, this led to a shortage in cadavers. 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 <laughs> cadavers. Not cadavers. I wonder what a cadaver is. I don't know. Let's hmm. look it up. Hey, Google. <laughs> What's a cadaver? I cannot comprehend what you say. According to Wikipedia, a cadaver is a dead human body that is used by medical students, physicians, and other scientists to study anatomy, identify disease sites, determine causes of death, and provide tissue to repair a defect in a living human being. She did Students in medical school study and dissect cadavers as a part of their education. Okay, Google. Shut the fuck up. Cadaver. She understood me. Endeavor is a British television oh. series that first aired in 2013 and stars. Okay, Shana Google. Roger Stop, please. Stop. Mm. She's very just um very obedient. Google had my back. I mean, she understood what I meant. I guess. <laughs> or she's just as drunk as we are. Apparently, she didn't sound drunk. She was on her game. She, I mean, she was going for it. She was. And she's very bossy. She's kind of bossy. Holy shit. Sometimes she tells me she doesn't understand what the fuck I'm saying. Listen, mine's really timid. Like, when I say something like, who the fuck do you think you are? I didn't say egg. I won't respond to that. <laughs> she doesn't answer me. She said egg. That's hilarious. <laughs> I won't respond to that. Yeah. She's, she's kind of snarky. She's really snarky. So naturally, this led to a shortage in cadavers, and this led to an increase in body snatching. And what were known as resurrection men. Families who didn't want their loved ones tampered with. Oh, I thought it was just families that didn't want their loved ones. I was getting ready to like. <laughs> like what kind of fucked up family I know, are you? I'm like, holy. There crap. are families like that. I know. Okay. So families who didn't want their loved ones tampered with started using mort safes. What? Which were basically heavy iron cages or grills placed over the grave as a deterrent for these resurrection men. Oh. And sometimes they used heavy iron planks or heavy stone slabs that they actually would rent to put in place over the grave just long enough for the body to decompose so that nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted it. It wasn't useful. So basically, there were people going and robbing graves to use the cadavers. Is that what you're telling me? There was, yes. There were these resurrection men. 
were basically banking, yeah, banking on the fact that mm. there was these doctors that wanted to use them for their anatomical mm. studies, and there was a huge demand. That's insane. And it I mean, sounds like this that whole process lasted mm-hmm. almost about 100 years. Mm-hmm. Like they had to keep making laws to kind of subvert that behavior. Wow. Is subvert a word? I don't know, but it sounded good. It it's sounded a, smart. It sounded very professional. Very smart. I, it is a word. We could just don't make you, words up. Don't you hate ask, when ask you're your drinking girl. and you say a word and it mm-hmm. doesn't sound like it makes sense anymore and you're mm-hmm. like, did I just say a real word? Ask your girl. Hey, Google, is subvert a word? Hmm. I'm not sure. She's not sure, so. Let's ask my girl. The meaning of subvert. Is that it? Subvert established system or institution well apparently i didn't use that in the correct context apparently apparently i drink because you said apparently okay we're gonna be really drunk because i say apparently every five minutes i have a driver and i also say right right and i say go go what else do i say is that about it go 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 and go you also say sweaty balls i love saying sweaty balls though (laughs) i do did you see the commitment? Yes. And the passion in my voice? I did. Alrighty. Alright, but I have a driver for a reason. You do. Mm-hmm. This is this is a good thing tonight. Yes. Alright, so in 1825, Dr. Robert Knox becomes a fellow of the Royal College of Surgeons. I'm using my hands. In Edinburgh, where he lectured on anatomy. He undertook the dissections twice a day, and his advertising promised a full demonstration on fresh anatomical subjects. Fresh. They had to be fresh. As a part of every course of lectures he delivered, he stated that his lessons drew over 400 pupils, built up a formidable reputation as a teacher and a lecturer, and almost single-handedly raised the profile of the study of an Okay. I would have loved it if you just belched it. I, I totally, you were I so couldn't do it. Like. I couldn't do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the profile of the study of anatomy in Britain. Another biographer, Isabel Ray, considers that without Knox, the study of anatomy in Britain might not have progressed as it did. So apparently he was pretty prolific in what he did. Then comes Burke and Hare, the subject of this the story yes william burke born in 1792 in ireland he served in the donegal militia until he met a married woman from county mayo 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 where he later settled the marriage was short-lived and in 1818 after an argument with his father-in-law over land ownership he pretty much deserts his wife and moves to scotland becoming a laborer working the union canal at some point, he hooks up with Helen McDougall, and she becomes a second wife. After the canal was finished, they moved to Tanner's Clothes in Edinburgh in 1827. At first, they become hawkers, selling secondhand clothes and uh, impoverished locals, and then Burke becomes a cobbler, earning about a pound a week, which I guess was a pretty good living mm-hmm. back then, I guess in 1827. People described him as a good-humored man who often entertained his clients by singing and dancing for them on their doorsteps while he fixed their shoes. Oh, huh. you're going to tell me that he uh, he liked to chop people up into little pieces, though. So. Um, no, he didn't chop anybody up. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> 
Then there's William Hare, who was also born in Ireland, although his age of and year of birth were not known. At some point, he gives his age as 21. He too worked in the Union Canal for about seven years before moving to Edinburgh. He lodged in Tanner's clothes in the house of a man Loge and his wife Margaret Laird. When Loge died in 1826, Hare may have married Margaret or may have not have married Margaret. Either way, they're a couple. Um, based on contemporary accounts, Brian Bailey and his history of murders described... Okay, thank you, Wikipedia. I have to <laughs> just give that out there. Brian Bailey and his history of murders describes Hare as illiterate and uncouth. A lean, quarrelsome, violent, and amoral character with the scars from old wounds about his head and brow. So apparently he was a scrapper. He he got in a lot of fights. Oh. And he had scars. Okay. All right. You're like, I don't know what the fuck you just said. I, I'm a little you, uh, you, unfocused right yes. now. <laughs> I could... I'm trying to you follow gave me that look. story. All right. All right. Go. Bailey oh, describes... I Mar- just did it. Better drink. Go. Go. Every time you say go, and every time I say... Apparently. Apparently. This is also a game to play for anybody that's sitting out there that's yeah. not on their way to work driving. <laughs> if you're driving down the freeway in the morning and you happen to have some bourbon in your car. Yeah. Or if you're sitting <laughs> no. at your desk doing no. mindless stuff and you have some whiskey in your drawer. Yeah. You know, we did not condone drinking and driving. That was a joke. Yeah. So please do not drink and drive. Hey, but if you have to get through work and you have a little whiskey in your drawer... If you're at work and you have it it in your drawer and you're not going to be driving, then by all means, indulge. Don't breathe on your boss, though. (laughs) You might get fired. And you know, anybody that says vodka, that you can drink vodka. You know, there's people that think you can have vodka and it's not going to smell. Right. That's a lie. No. Yeah. Alcohol is alcohol. It smells. You sweat it out. I'm sweating it out right now. Have you ever worked with somebody that you knew drank? No, no. I sat in church (laughs) (laughs) and this lady sat next to me and I knew just by her scent that she was an alcoholic. Not that she just partied last night. Right. That she was She got up in the morning and had a dram. She was an alcoholic. Because I know the smell. Right. And I also know the smell of somebody who just partied. Right. You know, I know the difference. I can peg you. (laughs) You're like, I can smell you. I can smell you. <laughs> because hey, if this... you're sitting next to Carlene in church, she's judgy, judging, judging you. you. She's totally judging I'm you. So... And then I go home and I have a client and I'll tell you how I don't judge her. <laughs> no, my sister and I were talking about, I think it was me and my sister talking about people and i said oh no i will tell everybody i talk about people mm-hmm. like i just do you're crazy anybody who says they don't talk about people are lying right okay go ahead okay. go ahead girl you go ahead you got a drink because oh. go was definitely said- in that sentence <laughs> i know you tried to switch it up there and say go ahead go ahead <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Oh, all right you you're trying to you're trying to trick me <laughs> So we're talking about hair now. He's lean, quarrelsome, violent, amoral. We're not amoral, talking amoral. about hair. We're talking about hair. All right. Go ahead. About how he had all these scars. Bailey described Margaret, who was also Irish, an Irish immigrant, as a hard-featured and debauched virago. Have you ever heard that word before? What? Virago. No, well, he's talking about his wife or his lady friend or whatever she was, his girlfriend. Is it a bad word? 
I looked it up. Yeah. It's a domineering, violent, or bad-tempered woman. So you want to put that in your your uh, is vernacular? That, is that what I am? No. Oh. Absolutely not. But if you want to describe somebody as a virago. Virago. A virago. 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 I'm drinking straight is, whiskey right now. You know what? We're not even through my story. In 1827, Burke and McDougal went to... Penichuk in Midlothian to work on the harvest where they met Hare. The men became friends, and when Burke and McDougal returned to Edinburgh, they moved into Hare's Tanner Closed Lodging House, where the two couples soon acquired a reputation for hard drinking and boisterous behavior. I mean, isn't that kind of like all Irish or Scottish people? Men, not to stereotype. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> but I mean, they I mean that could be Mexican men. Well, yeah, they kind of pride themselves on being able to put down a few. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, with their whiskey. I'm literally drinking just my. whiskey. We're literally putting down a few. Oh well, yeah, we think we're Scottish all of a sudden. All of a sudden. <laughs> All right, so then comes November 29th, 1827. Donald, a lodger in Hare's house, suddenly dies of dropsy. What's dropsy? Apparently it's like... A parent? A parent. <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> You're going to be dragging us out of here mm-hmm. on the floor. Mind you, I have a birthday party to go to tomorrow night, and then a comedy show to attend Co- on... Comedy com- show? Yeah. On Sunday. I mean, I have So to literally, my liver is going to run away from me this weekend. What? This comes first. This is business. This is business. But it's <laughs> pleasure as well. Yes. It's pleasure. Business. It's pleasure. Bus- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Everybody's getting frustrated because I'm not finishing I my know. story. I know. I can, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to finish. I, I promise. It's Carlene's fault. Okay. Okay. Then, on November 29th, 1827, Donald, a lodger in Hare's house, dies suddenly of dropsy, which is basically... Yeah, what is dropsy? Edema. It's like swelling. Oh, okay. It's like... Is it from the alcohol? Could be. Hey, let's say it is. It's from the alcohol. We're really smart. It's from the alcohol. It's from the alcohol. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, like, I've never even it's, heard it's of the swelling you get, like, from congestive heart failure. Oh. So he probably died from congestive heart failure. No, I looked it up. Oh, that's right. Okay. I looked this shit up. Okay. Because <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck it was. The fuck is dropsy? dropsy? I've never even heard of it. It's a, it's a, tr- it's a very And I'm pretty term, medically knowledgeable. Okay. I'm, like, this close <laughs> to a medical degree. <laughs> Just like this close, <laughs> this close, and her hands are like five feet apart. <laughs> yeah. uh, hilarious. Yeah. All right. Like this close. This close. That, that close? Not that close. Okay. So he was literally about to receive his quarterly army pension, which mm-hmm. he paid the rent with. Mm-hmm. So Hare bitches to Burke that poor old Donald still owed him like four pounds of back rent. And somehow they come up with the plan of Salus Corpse to a local oh. anatomist. Okay. So well, you know, he's already dead. Out. It's you just know? the coat. That's yes. what I tell people. It's just your coat. Okay. It's so, not who you are. I mean, at this point, 
Who you are. I, I'd say, like, I can totally, like, if my kind of see sell where my they're body and from. make some money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that did not sound right just now. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Okay. All right. So, a carpenter provided a coffin for burial, which was to be paid for by the local parish. After he left, the pair opened the coffin, removed the body, which they hid under the bed, filled it with a bark from a local tanner's, and resealed it. After dark, on the day the coffin was removed for burial, they took the corpse to Edinburgh University looking for a buyer. Mm -hmm. They asked for directions to Professor Monroe, but a student sent them to Knox's premises in Surgeon Square. Although, Knox, did I tell you about Knox? No, I'm pretty sure you didn't. I I did. (laughs) Is that part of the page that got eaten up in your machine? Knox becomes a yeah i did okay listen i'm not retaining very much because listen people i'm not a big drinker yeah the one with the 400 people wasted right he's now. drawing 400 pupils that's the guy what? he's doing I, what the guy that's drawing in 400 pupils so that they can watch him dissect a body oh okay okay yeah. I'm, not, I'm just not you know what i don't know how to hold my life i don't think anymore. you're into my story i'm really not <laughs> It'll wait. Listen, it gets okay. better. It gets okay. better. All right. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Is that part of go? I think, I it, think it is. A little bit. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I'm not going to be able to sit up and talk about anything. I I found out. Do, I need to get you a chair with arms. Well, yeah. To keep you from tipping over. Mm. All right. Probably. <laughs> I snorted. So they end up. And I didn't mean going, to, and then I kind of covered it up. <laughs> you did not cover it up. I tried to cover it up by Just like FYI. acting like I did it on purpose. Okay, go ahead. Although the men dealt with juniors when discussing the possibility of selling the body, it was Knox who arrived to fix the price at seven pounds, ten shillings. So wait, he jacked the price up? Yes. Well, I don't know, because he ends up paying them more okay. in the future. Okay, okay. Hare received four pounds, five shillings, while Burke took the area... What? I smell a candle. Wait, do you smell a candle that's burning not in a good way? No. My candle, I think that light just went out because I completely burnt. Okay. All right. (gasps) Something happened. Yeah? Here. Anyways. Oh, no. I don't know what happened. You know what? We can make up the blank page. Let's make up a story now. There's a blank page. Mine. Wow. Anyways. What happened? So anyways, a light bulb goes off between the two. (laughs) I'm going to have to like. (laughs) This is hilarious. (laughs) She so, doesn't even care. A light bulb goes off and they're like, hey, we can make money off of this. Because okay, the yeah. guy was like, hey, mm-hmm. if you find any more um, corpses, we could do business. Right. 
Like, bring them in, and I'll pay you. Right? Right. That's what he's saying. Like, bring them in. I'll give you some cash. So then they have another lodger, and I can't remember the name of this guy, but Mm -hmm. he basically is sick. And they pretty much decide that they're going to put him out of his misery because they don't want him to, you know, they don't want him to affect the rest of their lodgers. They're going to kill him. Yes. And then they're going to take him in like a regular corpse and get money. Because, you know, now they're like, hey, you know, I'm not going to make a pound a week. I can make like 10 pounds a week. Oh, damn. The snakes that they are. Right. (laughs) Just keep going. I'll keep going. We got it going. So anyways. Just start here. So... Start so right they here. decide they're gonna kill him. One of them sits on his mm-hmm. chest. Oh, and the other one basically puts his hands over his. So now they're gonna smother mouth. him. Yeah, they basically smother him. Mm-hmm. In the process, mm-hmm. it becomes this whole thing called burking because the way they do it just basically preserves the body. There's no evidence of violence. There, it looks like a natural death right. the way they do it. it. Looks like he like just died in his sleep. Yeah. So they take him in, get 10 pounds for him. What? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. So now this is going to, they're going to be like, we can do this again. Yeah. And they're going to start a murder streak. Am I wrong? Yep. Nope, I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. (laughs) You are not wrong. Hold on just a second here. Did you hear something when we were not talking? I did. I heard your dirty fart. Oh, maybe that's what I was. (laughs) It was like this. What? It could have been my stomach. Oh, it could have been. I'll hear it when I play it back. Yes. What does it do? All right. So most of the sources agree that the first murder in January or February 1828, either that of a Miller Joseph lodging in Harris House named Joseph. So that was the guy that I just told you about right now. Um. So Joseph was suffering from a fever and became delirious. So I blah, blah, blah. I told you all about that. Yeah, you did good for not having that cheat sheet right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was telling you about Burke's weight on the victim, stifling the movement and thus the ability to make noise. Well, it also prevented the chest from expanding should any air get past Harris' suffocating grip. The method would have been practically undetectable until the era of modern forensics. It also kept them from damaging the body, which would drop suspicion. This method became known as barking. 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 It's a barking. Barking. So then comes Abigail Simpson, followed by an English male lodger from Cheshire, and I guess there is a disagreement about the order. The unnamed Englishman was a traveling seller of matches and tinder who fell ill with jaundice, so another sick guy, um, at Hare's lodging house. As with Joseph, Hare was concerned with the effect this might, illness might have on his business, and he and Burke employed the same modus operandi they had with the miller. Hare suffocating the victim while Burke lay over the body to stop the movement and noise. Simpson was a pensioner who lived in the nearby village of Gilmerton and visited Edinburgh to supplement her pension by selling salt. Um, February 12th, 1828, the only exact date Burke quoted in his confession, she was invited into the Harris house and plied with enough alcohol. So alcohol is key to a lot of these murders. I just want to tell you that right now. Let's uh, have a little bit more whiskey to all these poor victims. (laughs) She dumps them out in her mouth. Not on my carpet. (laughs) (laughs) 
um, plied with enough alcohol and to ensure that she was too drunk to return home. After murdering her, Burke and Hare placed the body in a tea chest and sold it to Knox. They also received 10 shillings, or actually 10 pounds for each body. And Burke's confession records of Simpson's body that Dr. Knox approved of its being so fresh. But he did not ask any questions. Huh. Because it was benefiting him, too. Right. So. He's like, wow, this body's pretty fresh. He doesn't know. Won't hurt. So he he pretty much turns a blind eye to everything. Um, They received 10 pounds for each body in Burke's confession, blah, blah, blah. In either February or March that year, an old woman was invited into the house by Margaret Hare. So Margaret is also involved somehow. She gave her enough whiskey to fall asleep and when Hare returned that afternoon, he covered the sleeping woman's mouth and nose with the bed tick, which is a stiff mattress cover, and he left her. She was dead by nightfall and Burke joined his companion to transport the corpse to Knox, who paid another 10 pounds. So, you know, he's like, they're coming up with all these bodies. Yeah. Burke met two women, 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 in Hello, early whiskey. April, Mary Patterson, also known as Mary Mitchell, and Janet Brown in the Canongate area of Edinburgh. He bought brought the two or bought the two women alcohol before inviting them back to his lodging for breakfast. The three left the tavern with two bottles of whiskey. Whiskey. Oh. I think we should drink every time I say whiskey. Okay, well <clears throat> many more ice for my whiskey. <clears throat> now it's whiskey on the rocks. <laughs> The three left the tavern with two bottles of whiskey and went instead to the brother's house. After his brother left for work, Burke and the women finished the whiskey and Patterson fell asleep at the table. Wait a minute. Burke. Burke. They're having whiskey. Huh? Whiskey for breakfast? Well, yeah. Apparently it's like having a cup of coffee in Scotland back in the day. You have a dram of whiskey. Mm, I'll try that tomorrow. (laughs) Just kidding. Get you going. Yeah, well. I think that was the thing. I think so. She falls asleep at the table. Burke and Brown continue talking, but were interrupted by McDougal, who accused them of having an affair. Ooh, dang. A row broke out between Burke and McDougal, during which he threw a glass at her, cutting her over the eye. Brown stated that she did not know Burke, was married, and left. She's like, I don't want none, no part of you guys' drama, whatever. Boys McDougal also boys. left and went to fetch Hera and his wife. They arrived shortly afterwards, and the two men locked their wives out of the room. What? And then murdered Patterson in what? her sleep. What? Yeah. Okay, so wait. He just bought her whiskey. He brought two women home. Right. And then his wife, partner, whatever, she Mm -hmm. walks in and says, motherfucker, you're having an affair on me. Like, you're flirting with this woman. Right. And he throws something at her, cuts Mm -hmm. her eye. Oh, damn. And them's fighting words. She takes off. Yeah. The other chick takes off. She's like, I'm taking the whiskey and I'm out of here. Right. Yeah. And the the one that fell asleep mm. is the one they end up murdering. Well, she shouldn't have fallen asleep. Never fall asleep in a strange place, people. Exactly. Damn. Those are words to live by. Damn. Okay. That afternoon, the pair took the body to Knox in a tea chest. I do they say use the same tea chest over and over I again? Guess, How maybe. big is a tea chest? I don't. I it mean, must be pretty big. A tea chest. Let's, I want to know. I'm gonna look it up. You okay. keep reading. I'm okay. Look up tea chest because I picture something 
small. Right. <laughs> well, McDougal kept Patterson's skirt and petticoats. Wow. She kept her clothes. No, it is small. It is. She a kept her clothes. This is a type of wooden case originally produced to use to ship tea to the United Kingdom. Look at how big. Okay, that's not very big. No. That's like Ooh, they would have my to. My throat just talked. Probably like. But even these. Look, do you see them carrying it? That's not that big. I mean, you could still put a body in there, I guess. Yeah, you, yeah see, you probably could. You have to kind of just shove them I in mean, there. You have to fold them. Yeah, if they're not very big. You have to fold them in half. I mean, you would no. See, look, just hold on. We should we should put this on so people can see. Yeah, we'll but it's taking it these two women to lift this little box. I would say, what is that? Like two feet by okay, two feet. But those look. That looks. What are they wearing? They look like they're in the twenties. I wonder. Maybe there's a difference in size. From the 1920s to the 18-somethings. I mean, well, they have another box on there that's a lot bigger. Okay, yeah, that one's pretty big. You could probably fit somebody in there. Okay, let's see. What did you say? 18? 1828. Oh, no, look. Okay, that's a little bit bigger. Those are small. Very big. All right. (gasps) Did you say something about Burke and hair? I did. I just... Did I say something about my whole story is Burke and Hare? Yeah. Look, it's the first thing when you pull up T chest. It's Burke and Hare. Yeah. Wikipedia. Hey, here they are. Yeah. I'll be damned. They got eyebrows, don't they? They have some serious eyebrows. Did you say something about Burke and (laughs) Hare? Did you say something about Burke and Hare? Have you been paying attention to any of my story, my dear? Have you been drinking? Have you been drinking? Have you had a drink? No. So did you hear the part where um, McDougal <laughs> kept Patterson's skirt and petticoats? No, you didn't read yeah. that part yet. Yeah. She she kept her fucking clothes. Yeah, but you didn't read that part yet. I'm pretty sure I did. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they were paid eight pounds for her body. What? Which was still warm and- when they delivered it. <laughs> Ferguson, one of Knox's assistants, asked where they had obtained the body as he thought he recognized her. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. Burke explained that the girl had drunk herself to death and they had purchased it from an old woman in Canongate. Knox was delighted with the corpse, but he only gave them eight pounds and stored it in a whiskey in whiskey for three months before dissecting it. Wow. Oh, so he stored it in the alcohol in yeah. whiskey to preserve it. Right. Okay. When Brown later searched for her friend, Brown was the other chick that was like, I'm not having none of this shit. And she took off. She was told that she had left for Glasgow with a traveling salesman. Yeah. At some point in early to mid-1828, Mrs. Haldane, whom Burke described as a stout old woman lodged at Hare's premises, after she became drunk, she fell asleep in the stable. Everybody, like, they're just like, hey, have a drink. Yeah, they are. Okay, so listen. So back then, what I'm getting is, because some of the stories, everything happened in Glasgow. Glasgow? Glasgow? Edinburgh. Edinburgh. But Glasgow was just your last word. <laughs> and, and Edinburgh. And Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. Edinburgh. And whatever. And then, <clears throat> I mean, back, what I know. <laughs> right. She's like, what I'm gathering. Back in those days, right. it was very dangerous. Yeah. To live. To as drink. A human being. I mean, it's dangerous and now. To drink. 
But yes. You but go to the bar, you have to put your hand over your drink. You don't let okay, anybody but, buy you a drink. But back then, I mean, even my story, half half a story. <laughs> we haven't even gotten there yet. I know. Don't worry, people. It's almost over. Like, it, I don't know. It's just like, it seems like the most, I am not even making sense. Don't really know where I'm going with this. It's like my right. brain wants to say something very profound. Carlene's always making fun of me because I speak with my hands, but she is now speaking with her hands. If you could just see her. She's about to perform a magic act (laughs) as she bows down to the audience. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, go ahead. I totally lost. Even while I was talking, I was like so profound. I I lost my train of thought. I watched your thought fly away. I watched it. I watched it. It flew out the window. It did. It was so sad. Okay. All right. At some point in early to mid-1828, Mrs. Haldane, whom Burke described as a stout old woman, lodged at Harris' premises. After she became drunk, she fell asleep in the stable. Why the fucking stable? All right. wait. She has to marinate first in her alcohol. They like that. Maybe she's She's preserving herself. Okay. She was smothered and sold to Knox, of course. See? I knew it. Several months later, Haldane's mm-hmm. daughter... Oh, she's going to be drinking too, right? ...also lodged at Hare's house. Yeah. She and Burke drank together heavily, yeah. you yeah. know? Already and he killed her. the corpse. Mm-hmm. Without Hare's assistance, her body was put into a tea chest and taken mm-hmm. to Knox, where Burke was paid eight pounds. This is out of control. Yes. Did they get caught? Come on, just tell me. Well, I, yes. I'm going to push the they fast did. forward button. Fast the next forward. murder occurred in May 19, 1828. When, I keep wanting to say 19. Yeah. 1828, when an old woman joined the house as a lodger, one evening while she was intoxicated, Burke smothered her. Mm-hmm. Hare was not president. President? No, he was not president. <laughs> Hare was not present in the house at the time her body was sold to Knox for 10 pounds. What? Why was she extra I don't know. Plump? He's kind of moody. He's kind of moody. Does it have to do with their, like, is, if they're big or small? I don't know. Or... I was reading a story about, like, the there was this guy that was well-known in, I don't know, England at the time. And he was extra tall. Like, he was, like, he was, like, a gigantic person. Special. What's the word? He was special. Anyways. I don't Giant. He was a giant. Just say it. Yeah. And he was completely dreading the fact, and this may have been a little bit before that time, but he was dreading the fact that, you know, when he died, that they were going to be lining up for his body because he was a specimen that they would definitely want. And they did. Oh. They did. I mean, I just wouldn't go drinking with anybody. Well, especially not with these guys. They're like, I'm going to preserve you starting now. You know, the next time somebody says you want to go have a whiskey. No. Oh, is that what you're doing? Is that what you yeah, and Albert whiskey, are doing? Whiskey, whiskey. Preserving my body now so you can get paid good yes. for this plump and juice. We might get 10 pounds for you. <laughs> 10 cents. 
All right, then came the murder of Effie, a cinder gatherer who scavenged through bins and rubbish tips to sell her findings. Effie was known to Burke and had previously sold him scraps of leather for his cobbling business. Burke tempted... That's fucked up. Okay, it's all fucked up. I'm sorry. It's all fucked up. But he knew her. He did business with her. I don't think he has much of a conscience. No, apparently he doesn't. Oh. And maybe she... He even... Oops. He even... Apparently... We're never going to get through this. Nope. Burke tempted her into the stable. What's up with the fucking stable? Hey, come into my stable and is have a whiskey. He, is he doing something extra with them? I don't know. It He's never ever says that. It. it never says that. Uh-huh. Never. It doesn't even imply that. Okay. Burke tempted her into the stable with whiskey. And when she was drunk enough, he and Hare killed her. Knox gave 10 pounds for her body. Why? Because she's a friend? I don't know. I don't know what the criteria he has is. I mean, maybe I have no idea what it is. Mm. Another victim was found by Burke too drunk to stand. She was being helped by a local constable back to her... (laughs) This is pretty fucking brave. A constable? The police? Yes. Back to her lodgings when Burke offered to take her there himself. The policeman obliged and Burke took her back to Hare's house where she kill- She was killed. Her corpse raised further $10 from Knox. Oh. So he doesn't go above 10 That's the max line. Right. That's the... He won't... Yeah. Mm. One chilling slaying involved Burke murdering a 12-year-old boy. Whoa. The mute what? grandson of an old woman whom mm-hmm. they also killed by breaking his mm-hmm. back. Yeah. That's so sad. So he seems to be the only real grisly murderer because, like, all of the other ones seem to be done by, like, suffocation. And preserve them and alcohol. So there must have been a scuffle or something. There must have been something. Yeah. That's so sad. The bodies were then, and I was reading that this was the only murder out of all of these murders that they've done that really, like, stuck with him where he was just, like, the the look on the kid's face when it all happened um, stuck with Burke. Uh, well, I hope in his so. confession, I hope he admitted so. that. Bodies yeah. were then loaded into tea chests or herring barrels for transportation to the ana- anatomy theaters of Dr. Knox. And it doesn't specify what he got for them. On June 24th, Burke... So this all was over the course of about a year. That's really fast. Yeah. On June 24th, Burke and McDougal departed for Falkirk to visit the latter's father... Burke knew that Hare was short of cash and he had even pawned some of his clothes. When the couple returned, they found that Hare was wearing new clothes and had surplus money. Wow. After he was asked, Hare denied that he had sold another body, but Burke checked with Knox, who confirmed that Hare had sold a body for eight pounds. So he was basically doing side business. Huh? They can make a movie out of this. I think there is a movie out there. I think there's an older movie, but mm. I think they could probably update this. There's even mm. an opera. Oh, I, I can imagine that. Yeah. Well, especially after you hear the ending. Mm. So it leads to an argument between the two of them, and Burke and his wife end up moving into the home of his cousin, John Brogan, two streets away. Oh, my God. So that doesn't last long. In late September or early October, Hare was visiting Burke when Mrs. Osler, a washerwoman, came to the property to do laundry. <laughs> here it comes the men got her drunk and killed her the corpse was well i mean there's a surprise the corpse was with at this point 
It seems like they just can't help themselves. It seems like it's not just the money. Well, they, it seems like they enjoy it. Well, yeah. I mean, they they definitely like the money, which doesn't even seem like it's that much. Well, whatever. I think ten pounds back then was a lot of money. This is the eighteen hundreds. I mean, okay, that's a lot, but they have to enjoy what they're doing. To but keep what are they doing, doing with all this money? They're just drinking oh, it. Yuck! Yuck! Because it doesn't say what they were actually doing. Because. And the other part, the guy was talking about having to, like, mm-hmm. sell some clothes. Oh. They're wasting it. They're totally wasting mm-hmm. the money in between. They're not, like, doing anything good with this money. Well, I... We don't ugh. know. Okay. All right. The man got her drunk and killed her. The corpse was with Knox that afternoon, for which the man received eight pounds. Hmm. A week or two later, one of McDougal's relatives and Dougal, visiting from Falkirk, after a few days, the men killed her... By their usual technique and received 10 pounds for for her, the body. 8 to 10, depending on his mood, it it It, sounds like. It really does. Mm -hmm. Burke later claimed that about this time, Margaret Hare suggested killing Helen McDougal on the grounds that they could not trust her as she was a Scotch woman. Oh my. Nice. But he refused. Well, okay. He has some some moral Something. Interesting. One of Burke and Hare's final victims was a familiar figure in the streets of Edinburgh. So this is where this really is what does them in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they pretty much get ahead of themselves. This person's name is James Wilson. He's an 18-year-old man um, with a limp caused by deformed feet. He was mentally disabled, and he was locally known as Daft Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The double. The double. Daft Jamie. Poor Jamie. The double look at me. We're not laughing at Daft Jamie. The look that I'm giving it's her. It's the look that you gave me. Wilson lived on the streets and supported himself by begging. In November, Hare lured Wilson to his lodgings with the promise of whiskey and sent his wife to fetch Burke. The two murderers led Wilson into the bedroom, the door of which Margaret Hare locked before pushing the key back into the door. Mm. As Wilson did not like excess Wilsey. Wilsey? Whiskey. (laughs) He didn't like... (laughs) I don't know what the fuck I just said. Exactly. <laughs> he didn't like excess whiskey. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna get through this. I'm gonna get through this. Don't fall asleep on me. I'm waking up. I'm looking for we'll see. <laughs> that was amazing. Okay. He preferred snuff. He was not as drunk as most of the duo's <laughs> victims. He was also strong. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to guess he was country strong. Mm. He was. He fought back against the two attackers, but, you know, they finally overpowered oh, and killed him it. in the damn normal it. way. Yeah. His body was stripped and his few possessions were stolen. Burke kept a snuff box and a hair snuff spoon. A hair Best snuff it. spoon? And hair a snuff spoon. I'm like, what the mm. fuck is a hair snuff spoon? S-M-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
Ah, ¿qué es eso acá? Alright. When the body was examined the following day by Knox and his students, several of them recognized it to be Wilson. But Knox denied it. Mm. So Knox is like, okay, Mm-mm. he can say Mm-mm. that Mm-mm. he didn't Listen, know. Knox. Knox, you're just looking guilty, okay? Yeah. Guilty, guilty, guilty motherfucker. Several of them recognized it to be Wilson, but Knox denied it. <gasps> Could be anyone the Mm-mm. students knew. Nope. Nope. I'm sorry, but like he had very distinguishing nope. features, especially his foot. When word started circulating that Wilson was missing, Knox dissected the body ahead of the others that were being held in storage. The head and feet were moved before the main dissection. That is guilty right there all over his face. The pair's final victim, I know you were waiting Mm -hmm. for this, was a woman named Mary Doherty. Oh, um, Mary Doherty. Yeah. Whom Burke lured into the lodging house and killed. The house wasn't empty, however, and when the two other guests, names James and Anne Gray, examined a bed in the house, the following evening they discovered Doherty's body stuffed underneath. The horrified couple alerted the police, who raided the address. Ooh. Although Burke and Hare had moved the body by that point, the oh. police found blood-stained clothing in the house and were suspicious of the conflicting stories they had heard from the house's occupants. Hmm. The next day, police found Doherty's body in Knox's dissecting rooms. Soon after, Burke and Hare were caught. Okay, so finally we're getting to this part where they're caught. Hare was given the opportunity to testify against his partner in exchange for in exchange for immunity. But then news of the dead duo, deadly, they're not dead, duo had spread. (laughs) Hare's immunity didn't sit well with the public. Ultimately, Hare had to be rescued from angry mobs by the police who spearheaded spearheaded him to safety using decoy coaches and disguises. Hare's wife, Margaret, and Burke's mistress, Helen, felt that approbation of the mob as well they were placed under police protection during the trial with Hare, his wife and burke's mistress eventually fleeing edinburgh altogether hmm. while rumors swirled this is my favorite part of the whole story hmm. we're almost there we're almost there we're literally almost there <laughs> While rumors swirled as to their whereabouts, where the whereabouts, well, well, <laughs> rumors swirled as to their whereabouts. One particularly vengeful tale claimed that Hare was blinded by a mob and died as a beggar in London. Their fates remain unknown. Mm. But though Doctor Knox was never tried for his involvement, mm. his career was irreparably damaged. Mm. Good karma he was pressured to resign from his role i mean his career is over he was pressured to resign eventually left the country altogether moving to london to live out the rest of his days quietly burke's trial commenced on christmas eve 1828 he was being prosecuted for three of the 16 murders that they could prove mm-hmm. the trial lasted 24 hours burke oh, was found fast. guilty of one murder and condemned to die what? but no because karma is especially a bitch to this guy. Condemned to die, on January 28th, 1829, he was hanged before a crowd of more than 20,000 people. Let me just tell you that people 
that had like window seats, like their apartments overlooked the place of the hanging, mm-hmm. sold space so that people could watch this hanging. Holy people just wanted heck. to see this. All right. The next day, his body was publicly dissected. He was, yeah. That was part of his sentencing in the same anatomy theater that he had helped supply with fresh corpses. Mm. So many people tried to attend the dissection that a riot ensued. Holy heck. Eventually, the university arranged to admit spectators in groups of 50 at a time. As part of the dissection, Professor Monroe, who had himself escaped in association with the killers by Mm. chance dipped a quill pen into Burke's blood and wrote with his blood. This is written in the blood of William Burke, who was hanged in Edinburgh. This blood was taken from his head. Gross. Following his death and dissection, people on the streets of Edinburgh sold wallets that they claimed were made from his skin. Ew. And apparently you, apparently, apparently you can still see his bones if you go visit Edinburgh. Nasty. Okay. Nasty, but fitting. It's very, very karmic. Very karmic. That's an interesting story, but very gross. And I can't believe they got away with it for so long. That's going to be a bitch to edit. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you know. All right. So, okay, so, so now comes your confession. This will be very quick. And my confession is I worked my ass off to try and find a story and uh i i didn't really find much (laughs) so then i was going to base it around because everything kept going back to mary queen of scots she has been everywhere so i was like okay i'm gonna start with her but no it hasn't been Listen, for as old as Scotland is, nobody has proof of the hauntings of Scotland. But there's a lot of hauntings. But there are. Yeah. We did Glom's Castle. Huh? We did Glom's Castle early on. Oh, I think it might it might have been actually our first mm-hmm. one or our first or second episode. And I think I did something in like Glasgow or something at mm-hmm. one point. But it's like to find something that's like very interesting that all of our listeners would appreciate and it would be something other than they saw Queen Mary, the ghost of a woman in a dress. You know what I mean? Right. I wanted to find something more than just that. She was everywhere. So, uh, yeah, that's, my, my leg is very heavy Asleep. right now. <laughs> I put your leg to sleep. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> But what I did find was the castle that they filmed Outlander. Huh? Mm-hmm. And I found, um, oh, a castle where there was a family named the Frasers. Right. Jamie so, you know. Frazier. Yeah. So I found some connections that were interesting. So I'm just going to go off of that. Okay. Okay, so just, like, bear with me. I'm going to be all over the place. Right. Because I'm, well, I'm drunk, for one. And, because... What? What? You're drunk? No, what? What? Okay. What? And go. (laughs) I think I'll start with Mary. Okay. Mary, Queen of Scots. I didn't even finish her story, because there's so much. Okay, so, like... From the time she's born, then she's... She, the girl did not sit down. 
Like, she got married at 16, and then, wait, or did she have her kid at 16? But regardless, something happened at 16. (laughs) 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 Oh, well, anyway, but then... She, like, the reason, I told you earlier, like, the reason I think Queen Elizabeth wanted her dad so bad, they never even met. Right. But I think she wanted her dad because she was probably liked by people because she actually went and visited people. Right. She was like, no, I'm not going to wait for you to FaceTime me. I'll call you. I mean, I'll come over and see you. I'll knock on your door. Yeah, I'll actually I'll come and see you. I'll be on your doorstep. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's my kind of queen. Yeah. Like, she cares about her people. Well, if they're, you know, probably rich and live in a castle. But I think we're sticking with whiskey. Oh. Straight up. Oh, shit, I'm losing my papers. Hang on. Okay. okay. One finger, two fingers. What do you want? Oh, probably that's good. I'm going to need some ice with that bad boy. Need a little ice? It's a little warm. All right, so Mary, Queen of Scots. All right, well, Lynn, the gal. Linlithgow, Linlithgow, Linlithgow. What do you think that word is? <laughs> anyway, that's, that's the castle that they do Outlander. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's also the birthplace of Queen Mary. Really? Scots, yes. Um, it's called Linlithgow or Go Palace. And it's in West... West it's in West. West. If you don't know what that means, it means West. <laughs> Lathian. Let's just make up words. Okay. Okay. About 15 minutes, 15 miles, not minutes. Well, probably minutes if it's miles. <laughs> West of Edinburgh. 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 That, was okay. that a fart? No. It was a... Okay. All right. Okay, now, here's the conflict. Oh, no, no, no. No conflict. In 1942, Mary, Queen of Scots, was born. Yay, Allie. We're going to Jack in the Box. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'm Mary, so happy. Queen of Scots was born at Linlithgow Go Castle. Anyway, Linlithgow Go. Let's just say where Outlander was filmed. Okay. Okay. Anyway, what they say is Mary of Geese, G-U-I-S-E. Geese? I don't know. Anyway, the mother of of the Queen Mary right. of Scots. Okay. Okay. Mary of Scots' mother is said to haunt one of the towers of the castle. They say she is waiting for her husband, James. Is V V <laughs> Is V five? <laughs> okay. V is five. Sure. I'm just making sure my drunk self knows. Okay. Okay, if you okay well, sober self wrote she, five. She just put like the peace <laughs> sign in my face. <laughs> Like, is V5? I'm just glad you didn't, like, lick in between. 
<laughs> the B sign. No, that would be six. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell Okay, hold on. I'm gonna need to. Hold on, my lips are sticking. Is V five? <laughs> That's what I'm walking away with here today, folks. Is V five the visual? The visual. Peace. Hey. Hey. Bye. Five. Hey, from now on, let's just put up two fingers like two this. Two fingers. And five. say five. Five. How many do you have? Five. Five. Hmm? Five in your family. Five. This is our code. We're totally in sync. Losing. <laughs> <laughs> and we made ourselves another one. And not even diluted. I know. This is straight up. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, there's a little ice in it. I mean, there's, it's cold, but I mean, it's not diluted with Sprite this time. Okay. Anyway, they say she is waiting for her husband. This is Canadian whiskey. It is. For, for our Canadian, Canadian friends. <laughs> hey, if you guys are in Canada, hit us up. If you're in yeah. Scotland, hit us can up. you just hit us up on Instagram? Yeah. Say oh, hi. Yes. I'm going to be like Aaron Mankey and say, I like it when you say hi. Wait, Scottish, Scottish people, please tell me what the most haunted place in Scotland is. And we'll we'll do it on our next episode. Yes. I need some details because, listen, people, I can find anything except for Queen Mary haunts every castle because she actually visited it, visited it. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty much what I'm getting at. All, All right. right. But anyway, real quick. All right. Many people have seen an apparition of a woman walking towards the church in a bluish colored dress. Some say it is Mary, Queen of Scots, but some think it's her mother. Okay. Okay. So that I was watching. Wait. Can I just... uh? Sidebar. Yeah, sidebar. Wait, hold on. <laughs> but first pick up that paper that fell on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a contortion. Boob shot. Did you get one? Was yeah. it good? Yeah. Juicy. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> get this. Okay, I like this history. Mary was born in 1542, which I already said. A week before her father. King James, I'm very fascinated by all this. Right. King James V right. died prematurely. Isn't King James, he's the one, the Bible, one of the Bible oh. editions, um, King James version of the Bible. Um, but I'm pretty sure they're not talking about him. No? I don't know. Maybe. I'm not Bible savvy. But I'm, I'm going to look sure. it up. Keep talking. Okay. Anyway, Mary was supposed to marry Prince Edward. King Henry VIII's son. However, the Scots refused and ratified, refused to ratify the agreement, which caused a war between Scotland and England. Okay, so Mary was sent to France. So, did you ever see the um, King Henry? Uh, what was that show? The Tudors. Yes. Yes. Okay. Anyway, she was sent to France in 1548 to be the bride of... Oh, King James VI. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) To be the bride of Dauphin, a young French prince, in order to secure 
a Catholic alliance. Because, you know, Catholic and Protestants, blah, blah, blah. Right. Okay. Which is, this is what I tell people all the time. There is your spirit, your faith, personal connection to God. And then there's all that religion, man-made rules and regulations. Right. And right here is proof. Okay. Man-made rules and regulations. <sighs> okay. After the devil... <laughs> After the dauphin died in his teens, people died so young back then. Mm -hmm. Okay. In 15, uh oh, I think. Well, they didn't have all the vaccinations and shit that we had. And Um, also, if you were a member of the royal family, lots of the royal families were connected, all that. They were dying of syphilis and shit like that, too. Well, other stuff that had to do with the fact that they were inbreeding. Yes. That also. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. In 1560, I think that's a one. Mary reluctantly returned to Scotland. Mary fell in love with... Like, if you just think about, like, this is somebody's real life. Like, I'd even document everything because it was exhausting. Everything this poor girl... Because she was so young. Everything she went through. I finally was like, I mean, I'm going to be writing all day. There's so much. Right. Mary fell in love with Lord Henry Darnley, but it wasn't a success. Darnley was a weak man. He became an alcoholic. Okay. He was a total drunk. He became jealous. And she had a, a secretary. His name was David Rico. And when she was six months pregnant, with Darn Danley, Darnley's baby, mm-hmm. right? Um, so this Darnley guy, drunk and jealous, takes David and beheads him <gasps> right in front of her, six wow. months pregnant. Mind you, like this guy's probably a very devoted servant to her and has probably They don't been have there. anything going on and he no. just beheads. He's an innocent guy and she's probably trying to tell him he's innocent and he's just freaking drunk loser he loses his shit yeah so she was six months pregnant with her son future king james six oh so king james six Mm. is the one that our bible Uh that version of the bible comes from which which i just looked up let me just say like his mom i i I would love to do more research on her because she seems like a total badass like, all the way by 16, she's already gone through hell and back and still surviving and still manages to go to all these kingdoms and seek all these um, people alliances. and alliances. Yeah, I mean, she's just amazing. So amazing that her, what is it, her Queen Elizabeth, what was Queen Elizabeth to her? They were cousins. Cousins, yes. Yeah that decides to imprison her and then imprisons her for years. She's imprisoned in a room in a castle for years, and then she decides, I'm done with her. I'm just going to behead her. And chops her head off. That's how she Off with your head. Off with with her head. Anyway, um, murder, okay, blah, blah, blah. Lord Darnley later died of a mysterious circumstances. Get this, though. They say mysterious circumstances. Um, he was staying in, in this, okay, in February 1567, 1567, his body was found in the garden after an explosion. What? But he was strangled. 
But yet, the, the beginning of this, they were talking about how it was mysterious. There's no fucking mysterious there. He was strangled. And there was a fucking explosion. Sounds like somebody murdered him to me. Which he deserved. Right. Hey, Absolutely. Loser. Then, I was looking on YouTube and this... Okay, so you can YouTube Sam and Colby. Which we should tell people about that YouTube we were watching. Sidebar, everybody. Oh. Okay. That. Sorry, sidebar, everybody. Go to, hold on, I'm going to pull it up. I want everybody to go and look at this because it is fan-flippantastic. And I want to get it's this It's super person. crazy. It's called Ghost Caught on Camera in Daylight on Scottish River. It was crazy. She made me watch yeah. it right now, like right before we even started recording and I was like, well, let's just look at it on the phone. And she was like, no, but we need the big TV. Yeah. You have to go to YouTube and you have to watch it on your television or something that's large. And then... Large. Large. (laughs) And look, focus... It has to be the big one, folks. The big one. Big one. And then focus on... It'll tell you on there. Like the woman was taking video. She She went to this river to take video of otters but she caught something much more special it was crazy and so if you look in the trees off to the left you will see some discoloration and um if you just look at that discolored area it's like a little purplish isn't right it? if you just look at that little area you will see something so freaking fantastic it's, it's amazing. like layers of of it's like different dimension. Dim- dimensions. Mm-hmm. Like there's different things going on. Like there's it looks like somebody's walking. There's like somebody's a tree on laying on its side log. and it looks like somebody's walking across the log. Mm-hmm. Somebody walks across the log. But then it looks like there's somebody with their robe open it and people are walking into that person's robe. Right. It's then, very amazing. If you're looking close enough that there, there also looks like somebody's sitting on the log yes. just kind of just to mer- Demurely, like either reading a book or just kind of just, I don't know. It's really weird. But then the person, then if you look even closer, which I didn't catch until I showed you guys, was the shadow of the bigger human-like figure. And that's where like everything is going. It's amazing. Just look at it and watch it several times and, and see what you've, finding it and then you're almost tempted to say that it's like the pixelation because sometimes when you're watching something you see like the pixelation just kind of like the shadows moving and whatever but it it's not it's clearly not but if you want to watch it and then if you can come back to our like facebook our tipsy tales facebook or instagram or instagram or our twitter and comment and let us know just put um what, should, what can we have people put scottish river comments right put hashtag yeah scottish river comments yeah. yeah and then comment what you think or comment what, what you, you saw. see or what you think or what you feel and what do you think it is some feedback it's yeah. It's badass is what it is, you guys. It's badass. Yeah, Carlene was just showing me this right before we started. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. We made my husband watch, too. Yeah. My husband, who I just walked in on, he's like <laughs> taking this moment 
at uh, almost 10 o'clock at night to clean his gun, his shotgun. I should have him clean mine. (laughs) I should. All right. So anyway, Sam and Colby on YouTube, if you'd like to go and check them out, they um, are a bunch of kind of kids and they... um, Okay, so what happened was, I'm just going to give you guys my version. They went to this need, need path, need, N-E-I or N, yeah, N-E-I-D-P-A-T-H. Okay, anyway, they went there, and the story is that castle also, Queen Mary had stayed there, lived there, but also um, there's like a, a dungeon that had been that's there that like a young boy had been in there nobody there's no record of what happened to this young boy and then um so he was he he was he got caught shoplifting Uh uh-huh and or something stealing they had him prisoner in the dungeon yeah the the dungeon was the only jail that was in the town so, but yeah, he was in there and there's no record of what happened to him. So did he escape? Did he die? Did he? Nobody. There's no Nobody record. knows. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so they talked about that. Then there is a window that the lady talks about and there's this woman called Jean. Oh, wait, let me back up for a second. The original castle was built in 1106. Wow, that's right? a long time ago. Okay, but then in 1263 and 66, 1266, Simon Fraser. Ooh. That's our Outlander. Simon Fraser is actually a character in mm-hmm. the Outlander books. Yes. Okay, so Outlander. He's um, Jamie's great-grandfather. Okay, of all of our... There's also the, the mech... Oh, well. Okay, so anyway, um, of Come all... On. I'm all trying to complete your sentences, but there's so many makes out there. Yes. It could be McDougal. It could McDougal. be MacGyver. McDougal? Is it McDougal? McDonald? Wait, who was the guy that... Okay, remember when she first comes into the picture? Right. And there's the older guy that kind of... He's with Jamie. Mackenzie. Mackenzie. It's the Mackenzies. Okay. So, Simon Fraser of Oliver Castle built or rebuilt a castle which he held the office of High Sheriff of Tweedale. And in Tweedale? Na- Tweedale. Tweedale. <laughs> Tweedle. 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 In the 14th century, the. Oh, the. Um, the Barney? Barney. The not Barney. The Barney. The Barney of Need Path was acquired by the Hay family through marriage to the Fraser heiress, Sir William de Haya. Are you taking photo of my yeah. animation? <laughs> I am. All right. William de Haya. Where you go when okay. Um then <laughs> Okay. Then 
<laughs> built the present castle. Okay, so the castle that stands now. Cause see what they what the lady was talking about when she was talking to these um Sam and Colby guys is she was talking about like when there was the war and how part of the castle has collapsed and blah 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 blah. Okay, so you know like in Outlander when they talk about um the red coats coming and right. stuff, part of that war. Mm-hmm. made part of the castle collapse. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, anyway, uh, the castle was visited by Mary and her son, James V, in 1587. Okay, so, this part the youtubers are setting up they're hearing things blah 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 they think okay then there's this woman um jean douglas who died in 1750 she her her love her true love had um was not good enough for the family he didn't make money so he left to go and make money and when he while he was gone she like was so depressed she starved herself And, you know, just she didn't eat. And so then she got very weak and malnourished and um, she wasn't sleeping. So she was just, she looked horrible. Right. Here he comes riding on his horse. He sees her standing in the window. He doesn't recognize her because she's lost so much weight and she looks terrible. And she's heartbroken that he doesn't recognize her. Mm -hmm. And she dies right there because she's devastated so literally her literally she dies of a broken heart yes and so they think these guys sam and colby well they're there ghost hunting right they think it's her they're communicating with because they're in the very room that she died in they're by that window they have the stupid idea of doing a seance (laughs) let me just tell you even people that do what i do think it's a smart idea to do a seance a seance is a stupid idea like where you light candles and you think you're going to call spirit in unless you are highly qualified and you are very protected but listen spirit will knock on your door if they want to talk like you know i mean i don't have to summons anybody right they come they bring people to me and they come because they're of love and light right and I don't have. And to you don't know what you're bringing in when you're doing a seance. When, when you're doing a crazy seance, I don't know. When you've got something candles in a circle and people are like, no. It's almost the same thing as doing a Ouija board, right? Because you don't so. know what you're. I think so. I mean, it depends on like the level of protection that's around you. Well, yeah, but even like what they tell me with tarot cards, right. you know, I mean, there are some people out there, like I had clients that wanted to see a tarot card reader and I was like, nope, not unless I go find you somebody. And I went and found them somebody who I felt was like equivalent to me, like was very good at protecting and their information was from the light. Right. And, and then I said... <laughs> Well, how did your tarot card? Oh, she told us the same stuff you tell us. So, I mean, they didn't get any different information from right. her. <laughs> same thing I tell them. But at least they got it out of their system. And they got to see somebody who was pure and not somebody who's just... Anybody who... any Anybody 
can right. pull cards, read them. There's instructions in the box. Well, I and mean, there's also like instructions online. You can become yeah. a tarot card reader. Right, right. Like, and there's also go, people you that can YouTube, YouTube it. <laughs> right. And there's people that will charge you a lot of money to teach you to do it. But right. that doesn't mean they're teaching you how to be protected. Right. So just don't. I'm very wary of that stuff. Yeah, don't. Just don't. And so that's what these guys thought that they, because they went and saw in previous episodes, they went and saw a medium or a psychic who told them to like cleanse themselves before they went into somewhere. So they think they can just take sage. Again, you can't just, if you just sage something, then basically it's just smoke. Right. Like when I sage your house, it's, I'm not saging it. I don't take credit for it. It's higher source energy channeling through me doing all the work. Right. I mean, technically I always tell people I don't need the sage, but I mean, even sometimes at my house, yeah, I use it. These guys think because they're outside and they're joking around while they're doing it. So they're sure. not even taking it seriously. Right. They're not praying when they do it. They're not asking for protection. They just think the mere fact that they're using smoke is enough. Right. Okay. So anyway, they do that. They go back inside and one of the candles that they had set up on the table is knocked over. And they're like, we would have heard that fall. Yeah, that's spooky. Right. So to me, that was their first warning. Like, maybe you shouldn't do this. Right. But they did it anyway. And then again, they think if they just sprinkle some salt, sprinkle some salt in a circle. Sprinkle? Sprinkle. Sprinkle some salt. Don't you people understand what I'm trying to say? With your hands right now. She's like literally sprinkling salt with her hands. Sprinkle. I forgot what I was saying. You were sprinkling salt. Sprinkling spalt. Hey, right. 2020 is starting yeah. off yeah. awesome. Woo! Okay. Woo-hoo. So they're putting, putting, putting spots all over the place. Let's go. There's so many things. <laughs> my God. Coming in. What did you put in my whiskey? Oh, just whiskey. Okay. Anyway, then. Pure whiskey. It is pure whiskey. That's all. Okay. So they think that all of that's going to protect them, but it doesn't. So anyway, so then they think that this gene, careful now. (laughs) (laughs) My chair is about to break. All right. So anyway, so they think they're talking to this gene. Well, then they think they're talking to Queen Mary. But then a step further, they think they're talking to Queen Mary, the same Queen Mary from the Queen Mary. The Queen Mary when they were on the ship. What? doing Yes. When they were on the Queen Mary ship in Long Beach, California. Okay. Okay. So they're like, okay, wait, maybe this is her. And she followed us. Let me just give you something here. Spirit doesn't care enough. To follow you <laughs> from Spirits one place like, to another. I got my own shit to yeah. do. Listen, I don't give a fuck who you are. I got other people to hunt. I don't give a shit about you. So she's not going to be at the Queen Mary and then go to this castle and haunt you. And right. sometimes people don't realize it's not that spirit trying to get their attention anyway. It's their own stuff trying to get their attention. Right. Their own spirits. Spirits. And a lot of times it's their own family or it's somebody trying to get their attention or whatever. 
And they think, anyway, I love watching those YouTubes. And then I try and get a hold of them to tell them, but they don't. Oh, well, they don't want to know. Right. Anyway. Okay. So these guys, they start to realize the energy isn't good. Okay. So then they are freaking out. Oh, my God, you guys. I heard you swallow. (laughs) We're going to just leave that one alone. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds dirty. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so they they start getting freaked out. Oh my gosh! Because what they did was they realized it wasn't Jane. They realized this may not be the Queen Mary, but this could be. They said, "Are you something negative? Are you evil?" And they had dowsing rods, and the dowsing rods crossed over saying yes. Well, then they're like, oh, man, this freaky mess is that. Instead of like, get your shit and get out. Right. Like, they didn't do that. Okay, so I'm like, get your shit. And get out. Get out. (laughs) Save yourself and stop messing around. Like, listen, you don't mess around with that stuff. Like, I watch these YouTubers all the time, and they antagonize spirit. Well, and then you're always saying it's negative negative spirit wants Wants attention attention to. And you don't know those are the ones that follow you home. Yes. And then you will be depressed, or shit will start going bad, and you won't know it. You won't realize that it's because of that. Fuck that. And also, um, yeah, it's just, it's, you don't want to take that. Like, I, I tell people not to, like, I will get video of your loved ones in my house, right? right. And then I will say, please don't go home and do this. Right. Like, wait for a happy occasion, like at Christmas or a birthday party or the kids are having When you're fun. just naturally videoing yes. something and it just happens. It happens because... When you're it, calling it, it's something different. Yeah, spirit wants to, your family on the other side wants to join in on your celebrations right. here too. So if you're videoing and you happen to catch them, or even your security, your servant, you know, in your house catches spirit, that those are your loved ones watching over you at night. Those are your angels watching over you. But if you... Start calling it because you want video and you're like, oh my gosh, there's so many. You have no idea if that is good energy or bad energy because they all look the same. So, but nobody listens Except to for that one picture that Anna got. That, that did, that, that looked did scary. Not, that, that was, that looked amazing. I remember seeing that and she, yeah. I remember being there with her when she was texting you and then she was like oh shit i need to delete this <laughs> i was like get that off your phone right now and i was like <laughs> yeah yeah but it was a oh oh i want video wait wait i get video of that <laughs> I know I should be helping you, but that was too much. Can you take a picture of that? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm taking pictures. 
I think I got pictures. I think I got like a dozen. Oh, your poor tailbone. I forgot. And I'm laughing. Oh, you poor thing. All right, here, let me help you up. It's so funny. (laughs) All right, here, let me help you up. I'm going to pee my pants. I'm going to pee. Aren't you glad that I took this chair today? I'm so glad I'm not in that chair. All right, let me finish this real quick. All right, hold okay. on. In, in case you guys missed it, I just literally broke my chair and no. fell on my broken ass. She, she like the whole chair. It was it was sad, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> this is twenty twenty, folks. Is this a sign? Okay, no. It it yeah. It's a sign that you shouldn't have even sat in that chair because your right. husband broke it. Okay, so this was going to be Carlene's chair uh-huh. when we first started out. This uh-huh. is the chair she usually sits in. Yeah. I said, well, because I knew my husband had kind of leaned back in the chair. Yeah, she's such a good friend. I said, I'll sit in this uh-huh. chair. And they moved it over here. I was like, because I can handle it. But I was rocking while she was talking. And then it just, she fell f- flat. On her butt, you guys. <laughs> on her all, but it's sad because it was all your already hurt tailbone. My my I'm my broken ass. I'm gonna have Allie bring you a patch oh. for your butt. All right, let's finish this. Okay. Anyway, so these guys didn't leave, but they finally left. I'm assuming. But right. anyway, it wasn't Queen Mary. It's not Queen Mary from the ship. It wasn't Queen Mary in the whatever. But what I did learn is everybody thinks they're talking to Queen fucking Mary in every castle because she was such a badass that she had been to, um, she had been to, well, okay, every castle in Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you look at your notes like, how (laughs) mean. Pretty much everything. Anyway. Uh, I already told you about the boy. I'm pretty sure I'm fucking done. Uh... And when you were talking about that castle taking, like, it, the ruins, like, it looked like it had been through battle. Yes. Was it the Battle of Culloden? No, Or it was, was not. previous battles? Yes. With the Scottish and the English? Yes. Okay. Yes, it wasn't with the Jack... Jacobites or whatever. The Jacobites? Yeah, Jacobites or whatever. <laughs> the Jacobites. Jacobites. I don't know what they call Those them. Termites. Termites. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it was because um, I actually look at, looked up that also because that also had some hauntings. I was going to do... And then Mary... Okay, wait. Can I just tell you one more thing? Mary King's Close is another place that had a whole bunch of hauntings. Where is it at? That's also, I don't know, somewhere in Scotland. Uh Uh-huh. And it was actually streets that had been covered up because they were, like, down below. Right. And then there was, like, taverns and streets. Was it in Edinburgh? It might have been. Let me just think. Because there's a lot of closes. Hold on. In Edinburgh. Uh, Edinburgh is on my bucket list. Buildings, Royal Mile. Yep. That's historic that's old town. Okay. Anyway, um, they were doing some stuff down there too. And they had one guy that was a medium and he was 
feeling like angry people and he would say what he was feeling and they'd be like yes that's exactly what happened here and then there was some other people that went and they were talk they were talking about um some families that lived in the village so basically it was a whole town right but they because water started seeping in uh-huh. they covered it Okay. And then it had to come up higher, but you can go under now. Really? Yeah. And you know what else is weird? In some of these um, castles, there's like these underground tunnels that have some spooky stuff happen too. But again, it wasn't enough. Nobody was specific on the spooky stuff, so I couldn't do anything on it. Like they would say it's haunted, but no, there was nothing that was specific on the hauntings like who it was or what exactly or they even were what feeling. was happening yeah so I, anyway that's all i got because there was there was no nothing was specific on it was all it's queen mary haunting oh we saw her in a blue dress and right. everybody thinks it's either her or her mom or that's it that and even if i looked i looked up everything Hauntings on ghost. I I looked up ghost hunters, ghost adventures, Scottish ghost hunters, everything. Nothing could be specific online. If you look up even the historical facts, and then if you look up, you know how like usually if you look up the historical facts, like even Wikipedia, Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) And then if you look up like usually down like their references, they'll say hauntings. Right. Nothing. None of these castles, nothing was specific on hauntings. Hmm. So, folks. So, what's the verdict? The verdict is... Do you think she's haunting these places? Or people are just like... I don't think Because she was here, they think she haunted those places. I don't think she's haunting anything. I think that because she visited so many places, everybody... If they hear a bump in the night, they automatically associate it with her. Right. But I don't think it's her. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. I, I would love to go and find out for myself. I I would love to go and find out for myself mm-hmm. as well. Do you ever watch those shows where they, people go and look at, it's kind of like how our um house hunters but it's in ireland or scotland or england do you know what i'm talking about Mm -mm. okay i'm nodding my head but no but anyway they have it's like a house hunters but it's for the but anyway the places that are in ireland scotland england beautiful like the land the countryside and the hill the hills and the then there's these great i just think i'm supposed to live in a castle me too yeah i agree i think that we could get a castle together i think think we should i I mean why not hey i'm game does anybody want to fund our castle visit (laughs) please contribute to our patreons So we can visit a castle. No, and, so we can own a castle. So we, well, you're like, I'm good with visiting a castle. I wouldn't mind just staying the night in right. one. I wouldn't a mind nights. just recording an episode. But I want to sleep in one. Yeah. And I want to be able to have a fire in the big fireplace. The big, big giant fireplace. And I kind of wouldn't mind wearing... 
the big dresses with the big. You know what I've noticed about a lot of castles in Scotland? Mm. The devil has visited a lot of castles in Scotland (laughs) and has come out of a lot of fireplaces in Scotland. So when you say fireplace, Mm -hmm. that's a little frightening. No. I know. No. Don't listen to those. All right. So, so our listeners in Scotland and Ireland, if you're up for putting us up for a night or two. <laughs> hand, hand. Oh, my gosh. We're a blast. Hey, <clears throat> we'd accept the mm-hmm. fact that you would just give us a shout out on Instagram. Wow. Let us know what you think the most haunted places in Scotland or Ireland are. I mean... Hey, Ireland and Scotland are both on my bucket list. And they're at the very top. Australia is on mine, though. Oh, I love... Yeah. Australia, New Zealand. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, so listen. Anywhere but here is on our bucket list. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. We have been making a, a concerted effort, me yeah. and Albert, to yeah. visit places in Arizona. Mm. And we have a lot of listenership in yes. Arizona, but we... We, we love Arizona. You know what I want to say is I that we Arizona. talk a lot about like Phoenix being the seventh mm-hmm. circle of hell in the summertime, but there's mm. so many places in Arizona. Mm. Like we could just drive north like two hours. I love Arizona. And you that. are in cool weather. Yeah. Arizona no, I really has do. so many Listen, beautiful places. I moved away for five years and I came back. That tells you something. Right. Like I do appreciate Arizona. But that doesn't mean that I don't want to visit. But yes, An we definitely want to visit places like and it doesn't mean that Scotland. I don't want to live in a castle. Ireland. I still want to live in a castle. Yes, I do too. But wait, we can build a castle here. I think somebody did. Well, we we can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. All right, Anyways. but I'm done. All right, I think we're both cooked. Oh, we are cooked. We need some Jack in the Box We're totally marinated right now. Very marinated. Good start to 2020. that guy could uh, sell us for 10 pounds probably. You think so? Oh, 8 pounds each. Burke and Hare? Yeah. Hey, you should do a story on that. I should. (laughs) You know, you should be a sidekick. I know, right? I'll play a sidekick? (laughs) (laughs) You could be my sidekick, but you also should be a sidekick. Oh. Should be psychic, something like that. Psychic. All right. Well, I think we're good, guys. Jack and box tacos we're done. Are calling. We're done. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. And if you've lasted this long, <laughs> God bless you. Stick a fork in us. We're done. <laughs> good night. Good night.